Jesus held to what he had previously said. And we have three minutes. I want to introduce where we're going to go next time. Go to the Old Testament, to the middle, to the book of Psalms, and I want you to see what Jesus held about the law. Because what is God's law? It's the scriptures. And Jesus uses six synonyms. And what he says is God's law is perfect, starting in Psalm 19 and verse 7. It says the law of the Lord is perfect. And it's that perfect law that converts our soul. So if you want to be converted, if you want to be regenerated, if you want to be saved, if you want to be transformed, if you want to have a new heart and a new mind, it only comes through the perfect law that does that. That's the first half of verse 7. The next synonym is the testimony of the Lord. What God says about himself and his character and who he truly is, God's testifying of the invisible, infinite God written down in his word. The testimony of the Lord, verse 7, is sure, and it makes us simple people wise. Look at verse 8, the statutes of the Lord. What are statutes? Statutes are, are God's, uh, in fact, it's interesting, the word behind this is when they used to write things, chisel them into stone, that's the word. The chiseled into stone things, the things that are unchangeable of the Lord, are right. And they rejoice our heart. We like knowing what is changeless. The next part of verse 8, the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. God's saying, this is, I, I, I'm not suggesting this is my commandment to you. That immediately it makes our lives pure. We know what God wants, and it enlightens our eyes. We start seeing what, what matters forever. Look at verse 9. The fear of the Lord is clean. What is fear of the Lord? Grubbling around, afraid he's going to hit us? No. It's what Joseph showed. Do you remember when Joseph was in Potiphar's house as his chief of staff, and Potiphar's wife walked up to him and starts pulling his clothes off and made a... a, a pass at him and in a suggestive advance sensually do you remember what what joseph did that shocked her she he looked her in the eye and said i can't do this wickedness in the sight of god and she went like this in the sight of who it's just us two in this room what are you talking about he said no god is watching that's what, look what it says in verse 9, the fear of the Lord, knowing God sees the inside of me and the outside and everywhere I am is clean. It, it, it makes me seek those things that are clean, and it causes everything I do to endure forever. And the judgments of the Lord, and those are all synonyms for the Scripture. God's law is perfect because he gave the law. God is perfect, so his law is perfect. God is unchanging, so his law is unchanging. So we have this perfect law given by God and let's close by going back to Matthew 5.19 because look what Jesus says about it. He held this, by the way, and look what he says about it in Matthew 5.19. Jesus said, Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so will have consequences forever. Do you notice what he said? Shall be called least in the future. You see, how I view God's law impacts me forever. Another way to put it is this. Jesus called all of God's word the law. When Jesus rose from the dead and talks to his disciples, you know what he says? He says, Moses and the prophets and the writings all are scripture all 
are the very teachings of the divine teacher, God himself. Jesus called all of God's word the law. And so basically, the way to answer the question, which we'll start next time because we really have to go to Romans 6 and 7 and 8 and see how Paul, in the most amazing way, answers this question. But the short of it is this. God isn't looking for outward conformity. And me to say, ah, I can tell that person's really bad. Look at what they look like. God says, I'll tell you what's really bad, what's on the inside. Is there corruption, evil desires, and anger, and pride prompting? Or is there a submission to God's perfect law? And my imperfections make me flee to him, thanking him that Jesus paid for all my sin. And the blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, has already cleansed me from all unrighteousness. Let's all stand. If you sense this inward corruption, outward, everybody thinks you're great. Inwardly, you know you're not great. The answer to that is Jesus. He said, come on to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I'll give you rest in the inside. Fall before me. Say, I'm impossibly, painfully, utterly aware I have corruption in the inside. I got the outside figured out. The inside's horrible. Jesus said, a new heart I will give you. A new spirit I'll put within you. I'll take out your heart of stone. I'll put in a heart of flesh. And you will love to obey me. If you don't love to obey God, as we pray, why don't you cry out to him and say, I need a fix. I need a new heart. I need what only you can give me. And you know what? The Lord is near to all who call.